Bonus episode, TCU Baseball takes down UCA 7-3 to on Wednesday night. We react to it next on Locked on Horn Frogs. You are Locked on Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked on Horn Frogs, I'm going to try a new thing. You know, these weekend series in baseball, I feel like I'll just react to either within a segment or maybe do a whole show on it with my buddy Eric Hughes, depending on who they play and kind of what happens with UC baseball. But the midweek games, I just felt like having its own standalone episode would be helpful. So if people are interested and they want to watch me react to some of these results, and they can. If not, you know, they don't have to click on it. But uh, I'm going to talk about UC baseball. They took down UCA tonight 7-3. to three. Frogs moved to three and one on the season. And we'll start with the pitching staff. Got some freshman arms, some work today. Now, I guessed uh, on, on today's show that Luis Rodriguez would start for the Horn Frogs. That was not correct. It ended up being Brandon Sloan, uh, the highly touted freshman out of the state of California. And he had a good outing. I mean, walked two guys, uh, you know, walked his first batter, was a little erratic with command at times. But for the most part, seemed to be in pretty good control of what he was trying to do. Uh, three hits on the day, no extra base hits. They were all singles. A couple base runners on the on the walks, as I mentioned earlier. Three strikeouts, so did miss a few bats. Um, and did a nice job of working out some trouble at times. Ended up leaving in the fourth inning. It's only went three and a third, but that's not really bad for your Tuesday night or Wednesday night starter. These midweek games, I mean, Kirk Sellers is expecting to use a lot of arms. In some cases, it's to get some guys some extra work or some guys that aren't going to pitch a lot on Friday and Saturday to get them some action. Um, so, I mean, it's great if you're Tuesday or Wednesday night, a player can go six or seven innings, but that's probably not going to be the case. Most weeks, goes three and a third, only gives a couple of runs, does a nice job. And then Luis Rodriguez comes in in relief, and Rodriguez had a really impressive fall camp. A lot of people mentioned him um, as someone to watch, a young arm that could emerge throughout the season. Uh, and he goes two and two-thirds. Gave up uh, one triple, three hits overall. Uh, one of those was a bunt single. Gave up a single in the fourth inning that led to a rather that scored a run. Had a run in the first and second with two outs and um, gave up a base hit that scored a run. But he also looked really in command and, and you know the moment wasn't too big for him at all. He had four strikeouts and he bared down. Um, you know he allowed that there was a bunt single and triple that scored a run. And UTA looked like they're about to tie the game had a runner on third with one out, and he was able to get out of that jam with a huge strikeout to end the inning. So um, nice job by Rodriguez in relief. Again, that's a, a guy that, you know, people have mentioned could be a factor this season, and I was really impressed with his off-speed stuff tonight. So um, good outing by him. Th- those two freshman arms combined for a really nice day at the ballpark. Again, this Braden Sloan and Luis Rodriguez um, coming in and doing a nice job. And then Cam Brown got some work. Um, he actually threw one inning and only gave up one hit, had to strike out pretty quick and efficient inning. Um, and essentially, I guess they're just trying to give Cam, you know, kind of like a, a live bullpen session uh, after he had to exit that game so early against Arkansas. Got roughed up in that um, Saturday game against Arkansas, his his first action this season. And so this was a chance for him to get on the right track. Only threw one inning. I'm, I'm guessing he'll be available for, you know, the Saturday game against Florida State this weekend. 
but hopefully that's got him, you know, feeling pretty good about himself, having some confidence going into being back in that starting rotation. They need Cam Brown to be effective. This is this is a, a starting rotation in the last few years um, that either because of injuries or because of guys just not kind of living up to their expectations. Has, there's always been mixing and matching that has to be done. It seems like it's always kind of being held together by shoestring and duct tape. And, man, if Ryan Vanderhigh and Cam Brown – can be effective and be steady and be consistent. And that will go a long way in helping steady this team. They've shown the ability to score runs. We'll talk about how the lineup did tonight in a second, but it still comes down to, you know, can you pitch? Can you get outs? Can you keep yourself in games? Get quality starts from your weekend starters. And that's something that TCU has just not done nearly as well the past few seasons as they did during those Omaha appearances. And it's, you know, it's a direct correlation. Like if you have elite pitching, if you got arms that can go and they can throw well, um, then you're going to have a chance in almost every game. If you don't have that, then even if you have a really good offense like DCU does, it can be an uphill battle at times. Uh, and, you know, we sort of saw that in the Mizzou situation, and the part of that was errors. Defensively, TCU did have two errors tonight, but I thought overall they played a pretty good game. You know, one of them appeared to be a hard-hit ball of Braden Taylor's love. I do want to mention, I listened to the game tonight on the radio. It wasn't broadcast on television. So when I say saw, I guess that's a little misleading. Um, I listened to the radio broadcast, but Braden Taylor had one error. Trey Richardson had a throwing error. Other than that, though, pretty clean game. Now, Trey Richardson at the plate has been fantastic and continued um, to do well there tonight. Uh, had two hits on the day, two doubles, um, and one RBI driving home a run in that contest. So the, the Baylor transfer has stepped in and has done a really nice job so far. The fact that he's hitting eighth in the lineup is super encouraging. In the bottom of this lineup, um, had a really good night. Uh, you know, Trey Richardson, as, as I mentioned earlier, did a nice job. Uh, Fisher Ingersoll saw his first action of the year, had a hit in an RBI. Um, I believe he also drew a walk tonight. Yeah, he drew two walks tonight, actually. Uh, backup catcher Carson Bowen had an RBI single. Um, he had two hits on the day, so encouraging at-bats from him. Anthony Silva grinded out some good at-bats today, had two hits and two RBIs, and then uh, – uh, Cole Fontenelle, who is a transfer from MCC. Um, MCC, one of the, the best JUCO programs in the nation down in Waco. Actually, their coach, their former coach, Mitch Thompson, just took the Baylor job. They won a JUCO national championship a few years ago. But Fontenelle has come in, and he's been in this DH role um, to start the season. He had a home run tonight and, and two hits on the day, but drove one out of Lepton Stadium. And, you know, a DH position was a spot where they were lacking last year. Hopefully Fontenelle can come in and shore that up. Um, he seems to be a player that can come in and hit the ball. You know, he didn't have a great weekend, that that opening series in Globe Life, but really nice job today. Braden Taylor ended up with two hits, you know, had a couple strikeouts to start the game, but still found a way to have some productive at-bats. Elijah Nunez got the day off today. Um, Austin Davis – did not have a, a hit tonight, but did have an RBI. So, yeah, you know, top of the order actually struggled a lot. Uh, David Bishop had one walk but didn't have any hits. Braden Taylor was really the only guy kind of at the top of that order before he got to Fontenelle, who was productive at the plate, but a nice job all around from this team. And they get it done against UTA. Again, that final score was 7-3. to three. Um, On a Thursday edition of Lockdown Horn Frogs, we'll be recording something in the morning. Uh, Marcus Davila – the quarterback from Midland Legacy, 2024 prospect who was committed to TCU, he decommitted 
on Wednesday night. So TCU has been offering some 2024 quarterbacks. We'll talk about that. We'll also have some more football discussion. This is Locked Out Horn Frogs. It's your team 